I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Sarah Michelle Gellar, Buffy the Vampire. Welcome now. The Backstreet Boys are all grown up with their own Backstreet Boys. Welcome back. Welcome to We Stand Together, an academic pop culture symposium. Smart people, dumb topics, we are the pop culture professors. Yeah, we sure damn are. That pop culture professor is Caitlin Bitsagai. And that one, legally at least, is Lauren Brickman. <laughs> legally as of today, at least. You know the drill, folks. We've taught at colleges. We've taught at theaters. We have master's degrees. But we're talking about stand-up. We sure do are and you know what i was also talking about it if i'm honest with you in my actual college classroom today obviously (laughs) because can i just i just okay i'm obviously a chaotic mess i'm coming in hot right out the gate great but this week is actually the first day of the summer semester at one of the schools i teach at and so deranged absolutely deranged it's not even cinco de mayo yet (laughs) (laughs) It's already summer semester, but we were doing the whole like, welcome to the class, introducing yourself thing. And I had a bunch of students in one of my classes that I had never met before. So we're, we're doing stretch and share, get to know you. And 
I asked everybody to come up with three fun facts about themselves, you know, Uh as teachers do. But my thing was, because it's a public speaking class, I was like, my challenge today is most of you in this room know each other. I don't want you to give me the bullshit that you give in your other classes. I want you to give me something (laughs) novel. Give me something. Oh, wow. real. I said, give me news you haven't updated people about, something you've been too scared to share, or something people would be surprised to know, right? Like, I was like, give us something. Anyways, um, I was modeling it for them, and so... I was like, here are my three things. And I told him, uh, I, I did I did say, I'm not a mother, but I do have a podcast I treat like a child. So that is one thing that I said. <laughs> and then I forget what my other thing was, but the third thing I said, and this is where I have not recovered because of the reaction that I got from my students. But I said, I'm going to confess something to you all right now. And I will deny it if you ever tell upper admin I said this. But I'm going to tell you right now, I'm very distracted today. And they're all like, what? And I go, I, at some point today, will get an email from Amex letting me know if I am a verified Harry Styles fan or not. And they all started giggling. And I was like, I'm not, I'm not joking with you all. I am on the pins and needles waiting to find out if I'm pre-authorized to buy Harry Styles tickets or not. And they were all adorable. And they were like, we're going to manifest it for you. So they did like a manifestation chant for me. And throughout the rest of the class, they all just kept talking, like, peppering in Harry Styles comments for like the rest of the afternoon. It was beautiful. And I don't know what I'm going to do next week when they ask me how it went and I have to tell them Aww. that I was waitlisted. That's not hard. I mean, that's a good opportunity to talk about expectations, yeah. managing disappointment. Can I ask, have you always had an Amex or did you get an Amex to get involved? With I this? have always had an Amex, which is a weird thing okay. about me. I impulsively got an Amex Labor Day weekend of like 2015, something like that. It was, I had, <laughs> this is such a crazy story. This is not how we usually start shows, but this is just, we're off the, we're off the rails today. I asked. I, I asked. had been on a gig and I got a flight voucher because when the plane took off, the, I was in the last row, all of the condensation from the air conditioner <laughs> dumped out on me like all of the water like it just all of it and just like it was Obviously. like bucket levels um shout no, out to knows. former guest of the show uh tessa hirsch who was also a victim of the dirty airplane water uh trauma but anyways shout out to, shout the, out to the victims but we got flight vouchers i think that was the why i had a flight anyways first that i had a flight voucher so i used it labor day weekend to go see friends in florida there was a hurricane occurring. And so a lot of flights were getting oh, canceled. God. And I was sitting there and my flight was delayed. And they had just come out with those like <laughs> iPads at LaGuardia. And I was playing on the iPad. And sure. I applied for an Amex. <laughs> <laughs> because I was bored waiting at the airport to go to Florida. <laughs> it was a long walk to advertisement uh-huh. works. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, I have an Amex too. Yeah. I mean, as well. I don't have an Amex too. <laughs> I'm not on a secret list. Um, but that's that's amazing. You know, earlier today, Lauren told me that someone has a voodoo doll, and if that story didn't confirm it. I don't know what will. But you know, we are yeah. talking mm-hmm. about standing, not just Lauren Brickman's ridiculous life. Are, are you? Do you have a an interesting stand this week, Lauren? Well, define interesting. Well, you tell me and okay. I'll tell you if well, this is interesting. I, this, okay. 
I, for some reason, no matter what I do, have not been able to sleep in past like 6 a.m. lately. It just, I'm waking up. So today at 6 a.m. when I woke up, and I've been going on walks and trying to use my time well, but today at 6 a.m. when I woke up, I remembered that the Spring Awakening documentary had dropped. So I watched the Spring Awakening documentary this morning at 6 a.m. And I have listened to the cast album so many times now today and remembered what it was like to be a stan of that show because i feel like in the documentary when they're talking about the like the rabid fan base i was like they're talking about me no yeah they're talking about me and i and i love it and there was they were they were joking around about how people wanted to be spit on by jonathan groff and that was my friend chris bot he did want him to i used to be like may you get spit on by chris by jonathan groff like i wanted that for him but today I did like I, I went into the, the the dark holes of Facebook and found so many stage door photos. We saw that show an ungodly amount of times. I woke up at like four in the morning to open Starbucks to pay off the debt that seeing that show caused. Like I cannot anyways, so I am in my feels. Wow. You should lend your voice to the Starbucks union that's going on. This story. Yeah, I think really, this story would really I help. I Listen, Starbucks was a great job in college. <laughs> it was great. I loved it. Got my free pound of coffee that I would get and then store up and give away at Christmas. <laughs> yeah, what are these my losers complaining had, about? I had friends who had healthcare through there in college, which was cool. I don't know. Anyways, I'm not standing Starbucks, uh, though they did teach me the phrase mouthfeel, for which I'll always be grateful. Yeah, we did. We did have to do a a training session in mouthfeel. But I am standing the original Broadway cast specifically of Spring Awakening, a pivotal moment in Broadway, a pivotal moment in my personal life and something that has been coming up a lot in conversation lately. (laughs) Yeah. Other than just really loving the energy I came in with today. Caitlin, what are you standing? (laughs) Nothing could compete with that. But, you know, I just wanted to give a shout out and RIP stand to the one and only Naomi Judd. She passed away this week. She's, of course, the mother of Winona, with whom she formed the Judds and the mother of Ashley. She passed away one day before they were going to be inducted into the Country Music Hall of Fame. That is the most country thing you could possibly do. Never question that she's country. Never question that. I also love Naomi Judd fact that she... A lot of people change their name for stardom. She changed her name and Winona's name. (laughs) Her name was Diane and her daughter's name was Christina. And she's like, we're moving. We're changing that. I love that. I I do. (laughs) Yeah. Which makes sense, right? Having two daughters named Christina and Ashley, that goes together. One being Winona and one being Ashley, it doesn't work. But it did. Look, we love them. If if you're like, Mm -hmm. I'm not really a country fan. uh, Rest in peace to this woman. Know that she did have an impact on you because when you have watched, as you have many times, Britney Spears on Star Search, the song she sings is Love Can Build a Bridge, written by Naomi Judd. Uh, So Britney, my heart's with you as usual and RIP to a real one. Not to steal your stand, but I was in a choir in eighth grade that did publicly sing Love Can Build a Bridge so love can build a bridge is hard so congrats to you i think i mouthed most of it because i was so scared but my choir did sing it (laughs) i think yeah yeah some people heard it we don't know who sang Mm -hmm. it but people heard it well that's amazing you know 
we have an interesting show today. It's unlike others that we've done. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. that we've been doing this whole ongoing WB Madness project, for which we have had huge support yeah. from the Stan Stands. We love you. We love hearing everything you like about it. We're going to do a little bit of grab bag, uh, not focusing on one show, just the WB-ness of it all, the things we forgot. And what's more than that? We don't have a one specific guest today. We are fully descending into the madness of WB Madness. Today, you've probably already figured out by just how we're introducing today's show that the energy is a little different today. So, Caitlin and I truly have no idea how tonight is going to go. We have made our Zoom link for recording public. Which you probably saw because you follow us. Yeah, for the next hour. And if people show up, they are going to be allowed to ask questions, offer hot takes. You know, we're going to see what happens. But we're also prepared for, you know, the possibility that, you know, Joshua Jackson could be one of those people. And so we have so many possibilities tonight. We don't know what's going to happen. But we do know that right now we have former guests of the show and podcast host herself. Julie Harrison Harney is coming in. She's coming in hot. Let's see what Julie Harrison Harney has to say. Hello, Julie. Hi, how's it going? Oh, good. Thank you so much for calling in our first live caller ever in the We Stand universe. Hello, hello. I'm so happy to be here. (laughs) We are so happy that you're here. You know, this is a real wild experiment we had we have no idea how tonight's gonna go but julie when you saw the link to wb madness did you log in tonight with a specific question a specific hot take or concern you know what about wb madness drew you in so i really came because i wanted to talk a little bit more about lauren's article that was on cherry recently oh it was teacher appreciation day and I just felt like I wanted to, to double click on Sabrina, the teenage witch, when she goes, okay. when she goes Love to college. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, this yeah. resonated with people. And Lauren, yeah. I know you talked this about this in the most recent mm-hmm. podcast, um, but mm-hmm. I'm also interested in hearing more about, about your theories that it seems a little ridiculous that this was residential housing. Oh my God. I feel like mm-hmm. I, Julie, you know, I feel like your TikTok handle is a joke. Nice girl, Julie, is uh, false advertising. I feel like I'm being trolled really hard right now. Sure, sure. Yeah. I find, I find the way Sabrina the Teenage Witch handled housing on college campuses really traumatic and scarring. I hate sure. it. I think that they should all be sued. I think, you know, if we're going to go around scrubbing old sitcoms <laughs> for jokes that don't hit, let's scrub calling that house residential life. I'm, I'm furious. So should it just be muted when we rewatch? Should there be a, uh, like some sort of explainer or like at the top, a discussion group afterwards? Like what would make you feel safe well it's off-campus housing i would feel better if it it was just like off-campus housing and just cut out any time that someone refers to morgan as an ra she's not an ra she's their landlord that's thank you that's actually a very good (laughs) her parents own that house and she's just charging them triple the rent so she doesn't have to get a job we all know what's happening there it is terrible expectations of but going off of the professor Mm -hmm. angle Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I was curious because I know you guys are also pretty big Gilmore Girls stands. Well, I am. 
Yes. And I was just curious to know, I know, I know Logan's a part of it, but in the professorship, was there anyone that Lauren that didn't make the list that (gasps) may have been on the WB that you, yeah, that that, I know there were a lot of back and there WB professors that didn't, didn't make the list for you. Any other specific professors? So if you're asking specifically about Gilmore Girls, no, none of those professors <laughs> deserve to be on the list. The main professor that got like a lot of screen time in Gilmore Girls was Professor Asher Fleming, who was fully yep. dating Paris Geller. Correct. Ugh. And he was very old. <laughs> and and te- it was terrible. It was terrible. It was awful. And listen, did I have two professors on my list that had affairs with students yes i called myself out for it um but the only one i celebrate is the ken marino uh professor wilder and joey potter affair that kind of was but kind of wasn't because ken marino got a better job uh but no in the world of gilmore i love the college years but there's no professor on that show that really stands out as like a listicle level professor good to know other wb shows that went to college uh you know, Ma- I, I, my list had Professor Maggie Walsh from, from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Mm-hmm. Definitely deserved to be there. You know, I couldn't t- remember a single professor character's name from the Bedford Diaries, so they didn't make the list. Let's be honest. We didn't waste time in college at One Tree Hill because no. <laughs> no. we didn't want to see any no. of those characters pretend. Yeah, I don't know that they're... Yeah, and similarly in Gossip Girl, even though that's more of a CW show, when they got to college, they, they didn't really waste our time trying to make us pretend that's like true. they were really going to I class. I do think... So one professor that I thought of mm-hmm. that wasn't on the list, not technically WB, was Ted Mosby. From, from How I Met Your Mother. How I Met Your Mother. Yep. Mostly because in the We Stand Live show, mm-hmm. you guys use the gif all the time we're right. trying to remember how to spell professor that's true. yes that it is, is true. true i like ted mosby i thought about including ted mosby and honestly I, it was a do or die moment do i include professor ross geller or professor ted I mean, mosby yeah. and i couldn't have them both and i had honestly the only reason ross won is because literally about an hour before i wrote this article i happened to watch the episode where it's his first day of teaching <laughs> It's so good. Recency bias. Recency bias. It was absolute recency bias because I weirdly started it from a random episode and then started doing a rewatch and I happened to get there the day I was on deadline. So that's my truth. Sometimes things just happen. That's amazing. Yeah. No, that's fair. That's very, very fair. Well, thank you both so much. This has been wonderful to drop in. Wow. Thank you, Julie. Julie you're wonderful of course I, I take it back you are a nice girl julie i take it back you are very nice oh hey you know i do like to troll occasionally like you to- you oh. give you are a troll but you're a troll with a heart of gold thank you thank you i appreciate it well we appreciate yeah, you are dropping and uh i will let you guys continue the callers coming through and i'll talk to you guys soon thanks so thanks, much julie bye julie wow the wwe podcast co-host turnbuckles julie harrison harney everybody there she is folks there she is that was amazing mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and truly people have spoken out yeah your your political activism it's changing the way <laughs> people see sabrina the way people wow. see housing yeah i've heard about it you know really thank you yeah yeah absolutely and you know i think i'm just gonna start off playing a little game Ooh, if okay you if you don't mind. i would love to play a game i love so a game. it's inspired by 
your game okay. that you created for Chrissy Shackelford back when we were doing Felicity. Oh, right. You know, pe- famous people that were on Felicity before they were famous. And, you know, I was inspired because we've been talking a lot about, you know, who are the WB casting yeah. directors? Because there's someone that there's there's a few people that have their mm-hmm, eye mm-hmm. on different stars of that time. And before they found their true love, their OTP of a show, Mm -hmm. they were often guest stars or recurring on other WB shows. And I'm calling this game the WB's Broken Road. Okay. And that refers to the Rascal Flatts song, God Bless the Broken Road. And the lyrics go, God bless the broken road that led me straight to you. So these characters were just one-offs. They were recurring. But these actors eventually found their way. I'm going to start off with a couple that I, I think you'll know. Okay. But you know what? If you don't, it's okay, okay. Okay, we're going to see what happens. All right. Supernatural's Jared Padalecki. Where did we first see him on the WB? Gilmore Girls. Yes, he was Dean, of course. Unfortunately, I can never forget that. I don't, I have trouble even remembering which one you like. And unfortunately, I know that he's still on the CW doing that stupid Walker Texas Ranger reboot. He just won't leave that network. Oh, no, he's not going in. I mean, there was... I don't know if he was on all 15 seasons, but there were 15 seasons. Of oh, he was. He was. All right. Next up, a kinder name. Scott Foley from Felicity. Where was he originally? Oh, he was originally on Dawson's Creek. Yes. He played Cliff Elliott, who dates Jen in season one. And remembering that really put into context our discussion with Chrissy about him being up for Ben because he plays ben. the cool guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the cool, like a little yeah. dense guy in. Yeah. Dawson's Creek. Dawson's Creek. Mm-hmm. Now this one I loved. Paul Johansson. Oh God. Evil. Oops. Evil. Dan Scott well, okay. from One Tree Hill. I know he was Dan Scott on One Tree Hill, and I know he was the scary frat boy on Nine O Two One O. But that was Fox. But what was his WB start? His WB start. Oh God. I'm gonna throw it out there and say popular, just like on a whim. Um, I love that. I love that guess. He was on Seventh Heaven. He played another pastor who had epilepsy secretly. (gasps) Oh, my goodness. That's amazing. That's amazing. I feel bad that I didn't remember that. It, it, you know, it's, it was just one where, you know, he's an adult. Where is he going to be? Now, this Mm. one, I, I totally forgotten. Carrie Russell. Carrie Russell was, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I can, like, see the scene. But what show was that? I'm not sure. Right. She was also on Seventh Heaven. I should have just said it. Mary's rule-breaking friend. And wait for this, Lauren Brickman. She was in the same episode as Paul Johansson. I knew it was a trick of some kind. That episode was circulating around the WB. Okay. That episode, casting directors were showing people that. Wow. Wow. Well, I feel like a failure. But also, I have to admit, I have had a hard time re-watching Seventh Heaven because of its, you know complications yes yes so i i I do think a part of my psyche has like dumped large parts (laughs) of that show fair enough all right recent focus of some controversy because it seemed like he came out as a bisexual at a fan con but then he had to take it back misha collins Uh also of supernatural yeah where did we first see him did he do an episode of felicity not to my knowledge oh i don't know then 
He was on Charmed playing Eric Bragg, Phoebe's love interest who was hunted by warlords. Okay. Okay. Well, I feel like we need to take a pause from this because I'm just, I'm getting my ass We have another caller, yeah, friend of the show and pop culture aficionado, the one, the only Sarah Beeling. Hello, long time listener, first time caller. What's going on? Oh my goodness! Oh, this is so exciting, Sarah. Thank welcome, you. Sarah. Welcome to the WB Madness, our first ever call-in show. You know. Tonight, when you chose to click that link and log in, what did you click the link and log in to say? Do you have a question? Do you have a hot take? What's on your mind, Sarah? Okay, I have two questions for you. Amazing. This was spurred by your Instagram story about anyone remembering the show Popular, which I oh, beautiful, <laughs> great. I do, but very, very faintly because I only watched it during its original run. So I was in fifth grade wow. and I remember loving it. I think that was maybe my one of my first introductions to true camp and sort of, yeah. <laughs> and yes. I think there's something in me that really stirred. But at the same time, yeah. I have no idea whether it was actually good because I've never rewatched it. You know, I think in the interim between that time and the dawn of streaming services, it wasn't available for a long time. Maybe it is now. I haven't even looked it yeah. up. I didn't even think. So my question is, are there WB verse shows for the two of you that you've gone back and watched and you found did not age well or weren't as good as you thought, or were they as good or better? <laughs> oh, wow. There's so much, there's so much to unpack here. First Great and foremost, question. I will say I have rewatched it since its original air, but it has been a moment. In my memories, Popular has a perfect first season. And then, like anything Ryan Murphy touches, starts to fall apart in the second <laughs> season. Uh, right. So right. I, I do think it's a it's a it's a fully Ryan Murphy production, uh, but I, I it's a perfect first season. Now, other WB shows that I've revisited. I'm going to be really honest with you and say the shows I loved, I've never been able to stay away from. I rewatch constantly. And the shows right. I didn't really like, I haven't gone back to. I can't think of any that I have that I liked that I haven't revisited. I mean, I mean, it's like tough. Like One Tree Hill has nine seasons and that's completely unnecessary. I never watch anything after like four. Well, that's not my experience, but I get why for some people that's a choice they make. Right. Um, but like I, I knew that at the time too. I wasn't like, "Wow, this ghost plot is okay, it." Okay, well, I am a Julian Baker apologist. I do, as we've mentioned, I, I do have uh blind spots when it comes to the WB. Oh, yeah. Like Roswell is something I should have loved, and I've never seen a single episode of. That's true. That's true. Yeah, but I can't think of any that I've like gone back to and been like wholly disappointed in. I, I will say something I have discovered is there are shows that I just don't remember ever having seen, and I am sad that there are shows I missed completely. Mm-hmm. Oh, same. Right. Yeah. What about you, Sarah? Yeah. Are there shows that you've tried to go back to and you're like, oh, that didn't hit the same as I remember? I feel like Gilmore Girls, Don't Hate Me, was one of them. <gasps> wow. Interesting. Do you think that's because it's so generational? Like you were closer to Rory's age, now you're closer to Lorelai's? Or? I think so. And I think I was sort of on team Rory and Lorelai, and then mm-hmm. I firmly went to team Emily. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I don't know what mm-hmm. that means, but yeah, that was one. Gotcha. And then you mentioned Roswell, and I think that's one that I've never seen, and I feel like I should. So thank you for the suggestion. So uh, 
Yeah, I'm gonna maybe say we'll two do things. a watch. One, we'll watch along. I never left Stars Hollow, so I could. So I can't. It's not like I can return because I've just always been there. Right. So it's hard for me exactly. to go back to it because is yeah. it perfect? No. Do I love it anyway? Yes. My relationship to the property has changed, but my love is only deeper. Roswell yeah, is a sh- <laughs> You know, I just can't help myself. Now, Roswell is a show that I don't remember watching in its original run. I watched it later. It slaps. I like it. I dig it. I'm really into it. And also, it's one of the only reboots on the CW that I actually enjoy. Because I think that the 90210 one was kind of trash. I do not like the Charmed one. I, I have no time for most of the reboots. The Roswell reboot? Hell yeah, sign me up for 100 seasons. Here for it, 1,000%. Right. I feel like Roswell maybe got bigger on DVD because I was surprised to find out Roswell debuted in 99. Like, that's not when I remember it being a cultural thing. So I feel like maybe it blossomed like when it was the DVD market. Well, for me, it was that there was this moment in time when I was in college where the WB had ended. It was the CW's reign um, had begun. But there was this moment in time where this website existed where you could access WB shows and stream them. And it was like, this is like pre-Hulu. This is pre-anything. There's this like moment in time. And that's how I watched um, Roswell for the first time. That's how I had watched The OC because I hadn't uh, watched The OC originally. And it's also how I went back and caught all of the episodes of Veronica Mars that I had missed originally. Because it was because it was it was a weird combination of not just WB shows, but I think it had something to gotcha, do with like yeah. production companies and pro- like because it wasn't necessarily strictly what you remember being on the WB available. Hmm. But I pretended to be sick for a couple of days and didn't go to classes and just binge watch. <laughs> Perfect. I do have one more question. And amazing. That is, what is your take on the charmed cast change up from uh, Shannon Doherty to Rose McGowan? Wow. Um, Yeah, Lauren. uh, I'm going to say this. I like Rose McGowan and she grew on me in the role. Nothing against her. But Shannon's departure felt personal. It felt like an attack. I was disappointed. And I was rooting for her. I wanted her to win. And yeah, I never really fully forgave Shannon for leaving that show because I I loved her so much. And yeah, and that's my truth. Yeah, you know, I remember being, and this is just like what kind of nerd I am. I remember being sad that yeah. Shannon and Aaron Spelling's relationship didn't, yeah, I don't think it ended on a sour. No, I think he was like whatever. It, yeah, you know, but it wasn't as it wasn't the comeback I wanted. Yeah, the behind same. the scenes yeah, thing no, I was I, for. I'm still upset about it. I'm I, and I think in part because for whatever reason, in my little teenage brain, watching it in Oklahoma, I somehow thought I was going to get to be on the show, and I was mad that I wasn't going to get to act alongside Shannon Doherty. Now, was I ever on the show? No. Have I ever met Shannon Doherty? No. Had she stayed on the show, could I do it? Maybe. We don't know. You have a lot of thoughts about you acting in these shows, which I love. Yeah. Anyways, those are my thoughts. What do you think? How did you feel about it, Sarah? I love it. I think that was uh, one of the first times that I realized that maybe not everyone on the show got along, which was something that I just assumed. Oh. <laughs> you know? I was like, I must be friends. They're really <laughs> sisters, but uh, probably not. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway. I think that was maybe the beginning of some learning about uh, cast dynamic, just in general. But um, yeah, well, 
But thank you for taking the time to answer my questions. Thank you, Sarah. This was wonderful. <laughs> Sarah, so nice to see, hear your voice and, and to have you uh, be part of the Stan Standum. Thank you so much. Wow. Yeah. And if you if you rewatch Popular or watch Roswell, let us know immediately. I will. I'm inspired to do so. Um, thanks for taking my call on the road. I'm not driving. I'm walking. But they're <laughs> anyway. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Sarah. Thank you. Appreciate you. you. Appreciate right. you. Thanks, Sarah. Bye. Wow. You know, I, I, I have to say, shout out to wow. Sarah Beeling, who Life. was my college friend's ex-girlfriend. The point I'm trying to make here, folks, is pop culture is, it's a connector. It's a uniter. And when two pop culture loving souls find each other, no matter what dark recesses of the mind that's in, it keeps you connected through the years. Absolutely. And I have bad news. Your ass is not off the hook. We're still playing oh, WB's God. Broken Road. Okay, 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 okay. Paul, come for my All ass right. a little harder. Speaking of popular, mm -hmm. Sarah Rue. Yeah. Where did we see her as a recurring before? Oh, shit. Sarah Rue. I was obsessed with Sarah Rue because I, I thought that's what my type was. I used to know her IMDb page backwards and forward. But what came before popular? Before popular... Is this another Seventh Heaven one? <laughs> no. Damn it. I know she wasn't on Buffy. No, though she could have been good. Was was she on Supernatural? No. Oh. Oh, she, oh, no, that came after Popular. I'm a loser. I just fucked up so hard. <laughs> I'm an embarrassment no. to my profession. No, come on. It's a more obscure one, but you've heard of it. Zoe, Zoe Duncan, Jack and Jane. That's right. She played Brini Kennedy, a student who used a wheelchair at their prep school. I hated that show so much. I hated <laughs> Zoe Duncan, Jack and Jane. I used to get furious when those commercials would come on. It was a weird era where you also had two girls, a guy in a pizza place like this. Like, let's just have this incredibly long name. Yeah. What a moment. I don't know why, but like, I couldn't tell you any details of that show. I can just, I, but I can viscerally with my body remember my blood boiling i don't know what it was about that show i just fucking hated it all right well here's someone you like sophia bush where did we see her before one tree hill oh boy this is this is hard that i'm not immediately sure dc <laughs> the one season show no no safe harbor the failed seventh heaven spinoff i wish well, the mountain <laughs> you know a lot of these but no what was it sabrina oh she played fate mckenzie one of the three fates oh the fate that makes sense Earthlings. that makes sense mm -hmm. one of our mm -hmm. favorites here mm -hmm. that we stand barry corbin where do we see him before one tree hill but after of course northern exposure. <laughs> where did he stop between northern exposure and one tree hill it is like it will make sense yeah. when you hear it um my initial instinct but i don't think that time chronologically this makes sense but i want to say everwood i would like that for him yeah but no no it's what feels right but i know it's wrong i don't know what is it Reba oh duh oh my god he plays jc mckinney freeba's dad that is so obvious i you know what it is i didn't realize that that was before one tree hill slightly i didn't realize that yeah because yeah. i'll be honest i didn't get into reba until later yeah no that makes sense it's a syndicated kind of yeah i like for sure because like 
I don't think I started probably actually watching it until college in its last. I think I start. I think I like caught some of the last season and then I went back and watched it. But I was not a big, uh, you know, I was living in Oklahoma. I wanted to, you know, rebel. You've seen enough of Reba. I was like trying to rebel. I, I pretended like I didn't like country music until like not that long ago. That's fair. That's fair. Now, just to round okay. this out, this is someone also strangely from supernatural but i had to include him he's mr wb jensen ackles the husband of course of daniel ackles of one tree hill he's been on a lot of shows right we've seen yeah he was he was definitely on dawson's creek i know that for sure he played that shitty guy that jen was into so gross that guy was so gross um but then was the other one before or after dawson's creek i'm i just don't know exactly i'm gonna guess after but i don't know it was because okay supernatural was what year supernatural came out in like what 2005 ish i think so power of deduction i'm gonna guess maybe smallville that is right you know your jensen yes. ackles which means you really thank know the you WBA. thank you thank you thank you um i feel i feel good about that you know my weak spot are the wb sitcoms i think that's the thing yeah it's not my thing I can see that. Well, let's welcome a woman. Oh my God. I'm so excited. We got another caller. (gasps) Wow. Wow. We stand book club icon. Kate Vatter's here. This is incredible. Kate Vatter's here. And Kate Vatter, co-host of a a fantastic Riverdale podcast. So, you know, she's coming in hot and ready. I got it. It's she's got CW in the blood. You know, Kate, we're just finishing up a game here uh, where I asked Lauren to name uh, WB series regulars in their original guest star roles. You know, for instance, Jensen Ackles was on Dawson's Creek before he was on Supernatural. Okay. I'll ask both of you a show that tons of WB, two shows that tons of WB actors were on is not on the WB. And these, some people I included in this list, some people I did not. You, They've been on these two shows so disproportionately. They are not teen shows. I will tell you that. Is SVU one? No. Interesting. SVU is always a good guess. It is. It is. And a Law & Order family is a good guess. Is it like it's a network show that's not on WB? One is and one is a syndicated show. It was a first run syndication show. Are we talking about like during the era of ER? No, though I am actually looking, the first couple, uh, the pilot and first season of one of the shows was on NBC, but then it was first run syndication for the next 10 seasons. The, what the hell could it be? Why is my brain broken? These people were on this show because it would often deal, I'm going to guess, because it would often deal with a troubled youth. Promised land. But it's not, that's not going to help you. It's just one of the most uniquely itself shows in the world. I know. It's Baywatch. <laughs> I never knew that Baywatch was on NBC ever. I guess just the first season. Well, it but was I only never on, knew. Well, again, only for one season. I think of it as being a first run wow. syndication wow. show, and it is mostly. And it's it's almost it is so many of these actors' first credit. That's wild. That's absolutely batshit crazy. But okay, and there's another show they were on. This one is network? a s- network sitcom. I will tell you that. Like in the nineties. Correct. Some of them were on Friends, but I don't know if it was like an insane number. No, I mean Close Browse was but... Third Rock from the Sun. <laughs> Just shoot me. 
Caroline in the City. Now I'm just naming sitcoms I watched. <laughs> You're really stuck on I NBC. Know. You guys, I've said so little about NBC and you guys have said so much about it. Step by it was, step. <laughs> I've been trying to get off of NBC and I'm like trying to figure... And, and it was on Fox. Oh, Fox. Okay. Well, that actually sort of limits A it. sitcom that was on Fox? How long it did it run for? A million years. I don't know. Um, th- I mean, they both ran for a lot. That's why they have so many credits. No. Married with Children. Yes, it's Married with Children. Oh, thank oh, God. Glad you got one. Yeah. Ooh, nice. You guys really starting. It. That was really hard. Well, thank you, Kate, for jumping in at the tail end of a game. Um, Kate, w- when you saw that we were welcoming call-ins from... <laughs> the listeners about this topic what what really struck a core with you what what did you need to speak on i think what was interesting for me is like how much i was like i watched every show on the wb and couldn't like name a single one besides <laughs> like at the same time i, I, I kind of know what you mean yeah there is a way it has a primacy in your mind i think it's like the problem is that like any teen drama i watched even if it wasn't on the wb feels sure. like it was sure but so i went to like look at a list of like what officially yeah. was and I realized that, like, the WB half-hour comedies are all shows that, like, I looked forward to every single oh, week. We need this info. Cannot tell you, like, a single character's name wow. or, like, any of the plots and, like, wouldn't really tell people. Like, I watched them because I knew they, like, weren't that good. Oh, my God. Okay. Okay. So you're here to work through some shame, huh? <laughs> yeah. And the two shows I want to talk about. One is just like a fun story because I feel no shame about Reba. Okay, of course. Yeah. We, we were just discussing. Reba's great. Yeah, like obviously like Reba's great. But um, Grounded for Life, I was... <gasps> oh, I yeah. did love that one. I loved it. And then like... So Donald Logue, I just like liked from then on out. And he was on the aforementioned ER. But like seven <laughs> years mm-hmm. ago, I was... I had a dream and he was like really nice and like encouraging Aww, in it. I love that. And for whatever reason, <laughs> this one dream, like I probably like woke up at like a weird point in like the sleep cycle for it to stick with me so much. But like it truly feels like he could be turns out like he's an asshole, but in my brain he was like so nice. I don't know if he is. He could be, but like he was so nice to me in my dream that like no way I could believe he's mean. That is amazing. Kate, I have pulled, for Lauren, I haven't showed her any, four different WB promos. And one I flagged as particularly having a lot of comedy mm-hmm, content in mm-hmm. it. So I think we should uh, watch it together now. And you can let us know. This one is, I think, pre-Reba. So it's pretty mm-hmm. early. It might be a little before your time. But let's see who you recognize from this wonderful book. <laughs> Hello, my baby. Hi, folks. Are you there? Hello, my squad blushing baby. Hello, my deeply neurotic baby. Benissima. WB, the network? Oh, wow. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> Is that Harlan Williams? Yeah. I mean, the frog is of famous course. himself. Right? Of course. It, it's almost like it was 
multiple networks, right? Like the promos, like that yeah. is a different channel than <laughs> it's wild. Right. Like that's wild. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it's funny because they all, every, however, every promo has that same style of we're all hanging out on this rooftop slash studio. <laughs> yeah. It's a back lot, but like, it's, it's, I don't know. It's so funny. Like the idea that they all hang out is like an important part of the WB <laughs> and they find their like connective tissue through all these actors know each other yeah, and yeah. not like any particular <laughs> type of programming. Um, yes. We saw the Wayans brothers. We saw Alan Ruck, who was apparently on a show called muscle. <laughs> <laughs> unhappily ever after had the bunny i did really that, like that show for some reason yeah yeah that was kind of like proto adult swim mm -hmm. weird but then yeah i mean i'd say reba is well the wayans brothers too but maybe reba is the most famous comedy to come out of the wb i feel like it's maybe wayans brothers in most places and then in our circle it's like just really reba all the way yeah there's something like campy about reba that comedy people connect to perhaps we just and my like weird reba thing is like my dad only knows who georgia garcia is in relation to her being married to mm, Nick Swisher. Right. and so like whenever one of them comes up i'm like she was on reba and like every time <laughs> he forgot that she was on reba and it's not like he watched any reba it's just like he knows who she is and it's like in his head that like this fun okay baseball player married reba's tv uh -huh, daughter uh -huh. like it really gets it really gets it and i mean i recently heard from friend of the show shane o'neill that reba sings the theme song in concert <gasps> so that's worth the price of the ticket well, that's <gasps> insane oh that's just absolutely insane yeah i mean i fully gasped it also her turn is trish in barb and stars mm, incredible mm, mm. i will say i, I was doing a little digging around and there is a half hour comedy that i have always thought was on fox but the internet is trying to tell me it was on wb which was a show called gross point did you ever watch it it was a it was a darren star show that was like a behind the scenes it was kind of like a kind of like him poking fun and being satirical about what was going on behind the scenes at 90210 it was about it followed a bunch of hot young soap tv stars and it was like noises off meets soap opera and it was one of the most brilliant things i've ever seen and i but i didn't think i didn't know until i was researching this that it was on the wb i always thought it was on fox i don't remember it based on your description it sounds like so notorious which was on e and is also an incredible show that no one watched but uh mm -hmm. that was do you know so oh, notorious yeah. oh yeah yeah absolutely Good. okay yeah the thing that was funny about gross point i remember is that even though it was like a fictitious sort of 90210 world it was <laughs> packaged as from the creator of sex in the city <laughs> and i was like okay but like he's also that's 100 percent to make like kids who aren't allowed to watch sex in the city feel like grown-ups watching this show 100 percent, and it was so good and it was so much fun it, Lindsay uh, Sloan played a character called Marcy Sternfield, which was a thinly veiled Tory Spelling. But I guess Aaron Spelling like called the executives at the WB and was like, "Shut it down." <laughs> and I love it. Yeah, wow. this show. So it's interesting that I immediately dumped to so notorious. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And like 
they got a lot of crossover guest stars from other WB shows, like Leslie Bibb and Carly Pope from Popular were on it, and Sarah Michelle Gellar was on it, and they got Elizabeth oh. Barkley in, in the finale episode. It was like, it was, it's like a perfect show, and it was on in between Sabrina and Popular. It was like Sabrina, then Girls Point, then Popular. But in a, but for some reason, I remember that now that I'm looking at this, but in my memory, I always thought it was a Fox show. But no, it was on that Friday night. Was Sabrina always on WB? I feel like Sabrina was on ABC, No, right? it started on ABC and then it moved okay. over. It was only right. on the WB for its for the college years. It moved when she graduated. Okay, yeah, I was like, I feel like, yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Because I also thought Caroline Wright must have been like the best stand-up in the world at the time because yeah. I couldn't like name off stand-ups yeah. and I was like, she's got to be great. Like, yeah. she's very she, famous. She's so famous. She booked Sabrina it doesn't get funnier. That is such a great point. And she is great. Like, I don't want to put her down, but, like, at the time, it's, like, very interesting that that was funny. Yeah. That's our barometer. How were we supposed to know any better? No. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I still I still don't really understand how... Well, I don't actually understand even now how stand-ups are cast on shows exactly, but, like, back then... Yeah, you just... Ass- like, I didn't have a sense that they wanted to be on a show. I think I assumed, oh, they got plucked because they are so funny. They're doing the nightclubs and they are so funny. They didn't transparently want to be actors on a network. <laughs> it was also, like, harder to just find stand-up mm. if you weren't, like, old enough. Yeah. So I was just like, I mean, <laughs> right. I guess this is what it is. This is perfect. Because, like, what else was... I mean, Seinfeld, oh, Drew Carey show... I seen like the Drew Carey show the other day. What a good show! There, yeah, that has strong WB vibes. Mimi, <laughs> it does, right? It feel well, especially because Drew Carey seemingly has a relationship with WB because he would every now and then do these like specials. Like, do you remember he had like he had like the Drew Carey like really green show the green screen show? I think it was what it was called. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, yeah. Wow. It's called, yeah. Drew Carey's green screen show it was on in two thousand four. And was that on WB? No, it was oh, on the WB. And they also... Um, I forgot about that. I think... I could be wrong. I guess that's CW now, but I think um, Whose Line went to CW at one point, too. Like, in the way later years, though. Yeah, yes, yeah. But there is right. some sort of Drew yes. Carey, WB, yeah. CW connection. I got in a fight a couple of years ago because someone couldn't remember the name of Drew Carey's sitcom, and they didn't believe me when I kept saying the Drew Carey show. I hope that you, you fought know. to the death, because that's... It's someone who I don't like to the extent that other people have noticed that I don't like him. Oh, that's always awkward. Yeah. Wow, there are so many more WB sitcoms than I realized. I'm looking at a list of the WB sitcoms right now, and it is absolutely chaotic. And I mean, they were two dollars so to make because they were all on a sound stage. They weren't like sing- was there ever a single camera sitcom on the WB? I don't think so. But I had forgotten. Like, Grounded for Life moved from Fox over there. They also got Brotherly Love came over from NBC at one point. Like, oh. what a wild network this was! <laughs> yeah, I'm on this now. Smart guy. Smart yeah, guy was a they were show. just rounding up shows. Yeah, yeah. They took Sister Sister from ABC. <sighs> I mean, they took the Maori. I mean, yeah, that's wild. Hmm. Wow, Kate. Thank you for really making us sit here and think about the wb's contributions to comedy yeah, yeah I mean, no we were we were saying we were anemic on this topic so we love it yeah glad glad it came yeah. out glad i didn't stick into like how much i was into seventh heaven same though you know you do? <sighs> and why? i don't know i was because it was on it was on every single day after school it was always on so 
It was, I used to like to watch it first run because it came out at like 7 p.m. on Sunday. And I would like do my homework, like, and call a friend. And it was like a multitasking show. It was a screensaver. You didn't need to pay attention. It was a screensaver before we knew what screensavers were. For sure. Wow. Well, Kate, do you have any other last thoughts about the WB before? I think I suspect most of it's been covered. <laughs> like i'm Love sure that. we've like done like dawson paisley like i'm sure we're oh, yeah. well trotted oh yeah that's well you know on this show we can never say the name pacey witter enough so <laughs> we do evoke his name on a daily basis yeah. that show ended stupid but pacey was always good okay well agree to disagree that it ended stupid because i kind of think it i think dawson's storyline ended stupid Okay, I think it's a perfect finale, and I have no notes. Oh, wow. Lauren is sending someone to Kate's house right now. <laughs> I'm scared. I'm trying to intercept it. Um, too late. Too, too late. late. Kersmith is already there, and he has <laughs> notes for you. Kersmith isn't on Cameo. He does in-person <laughs> combat on behalf of fans. He needs the money. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh boy. Kersmith, man. Uh, All right. Kersmith. All right. Thank you so much, Kate Kate Batter, for showing up. Of course. We stand. We stand, you Kate. We stand. We stand. Wow. Wow. Some some evocative thoughts from Kate Batter. I'm so glad she brought up the comedies. All right. Well, Caitlin, I I have a couple of questions for you. Oh, I would love it. Okay. So I was thinking, because this is madness. I want to play an old school game called 20 questions. So I have 20 questions and I don't want you to give me perfect answers. I want your gut reaction. Okay. So quick. You're quick. Yeah. I want your absolute first response. Are you ready? I mean, I have to be. You have to be because the time is now. Okay. So my first uh question to you for this wb madness round of 20 questions is caitlin what was or is your favorite wb show of all time you can only pick one favorite one austin's creek great favorite wb ship i mean it, it, pacey and joey correct uh favorite wb non-romantic duo uh willow and xander old school days. <gasps> fun okay what wb duo are we most like <laughs> mary and whatever you know bad influence she's around that week from seventh okay okay if you could steal any wb parent and cast them as your parent in real life who would you want to parent you you know what i will give a shout out to annie camden here because we have alluded to the fact Mm -hmm. that show was taken down by controversy none of which is the dear Catherine hicks fault she was wonderful we do we love her what was a WB ship that you wanted but never was and should have been? Well, in a Bizarro World episode, not in a real episode, it would have been interesting to see Lucas and Haley. Oh. I'm not rooting for it, but it would have been interesting to see, just like for an app, just a sliding door. I could, I could get on board. Just to see. Yeah. Yeah. I could totally get on board with that just to, see, just to, just to get a vibe check. Just to get a vibe check. I was always kind of mad that we never got to see Jen Lindley and Andy have a moment on Dawson's Creek. And I think it's because... That's interesting. You know, 
the, it was the, the times. times but there was there was something on rewatch there was some kind of chemistry there that i was like i wonder what would have happened you no know? i could i could see that that I was one that, that i always kind of hoped for okay now if you could change one thing about any wb plot what would it be you can go back in time enter a writer's room fix one thing what are you gonna fix i don't want ben to have a baby Ooh, yeah. with lauren yeah that's important all right I love that. I love that. What's a TV show that wasn't on the WB, but you always think it should have been? Oh, okay. Models Inc. (gasps) Models Inc. got canceled on Fox, but would have thrived on WB. Absolutely. Okay. So let's assume that your husband has given you a hall pass to use on one WB actor. Who are you you going to hall pass with? I, I, you know, I don't like that. <laughs> I know you don't. <laughs> so I, I made a guess in my head what you would say because I know you hate this idea. Well, I have to say James Laftery, right? <laughs> That's not where I thought you were going to go, but I love it. <laughs> well, it's, so, it's, it's the farthest. It's, it's the right show. It's the right show. But I thought you were going to go for Whitey just to. Oh, I, Yeah. <laughs> I thought that's where you would go with it. But I love that you went for Lafferty because it does make sense. All right. uh, We're going to speed through these last couple. Okay. Imagine that I'm in a coma and you need a new best friend. What WB? Oh, no. What WB bestie do you cast? Oh, wow. Me being in a coma isn't necessary to this game, but it is where I went. No, no. You just like had you could be on Broadway or something. Just be too too busy. (laughs) You know, it's the WB. So I'm in a coma. Yeah, that's true. You know, to 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 rise to the ranks of a Lauren Brickman, I think you know you have to have the the feistiness of Buffy, wow. the fun of Jen, and whatever it is Brooke is bringing to the table, which I really can't say. Wow. Okay, I love that. Thank you so much. So I am a hybrid. All right, what show do you most wish you had been on? I think One Tree Hill because it's the funniest one. <laughs> it is the, canonically the funniest show that was ever on the WB. Um, and if you could play any role, what role would you want to play? I would want to work in some music venue where Peyton is doing some of her dumb I rock love stuff. I love that. <laughs> total, total rock and roll freak, famously. Which so. writer's room do you think you could have helped the most? Felicity. Mm. And I mean, mm. they did a great job. I think there's just some, some, some places they lost their way that I, I would have been like, let's okay. not. What was your least favorite WB show? Well, I mean... I- <sighs> Besides Zoe Duncan, Jack and Jane. Which I've never seen, but doesn't sound great. You know, I, I, my thing, and this is why I'll get dragged across the coals, but you know, I have beef with Bits mm-hmm, sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, that's allowed. I gotta say, I just, there's something about Gilmore Girls I just don't connect with. Okay. Okay. Um, we will plan a weekend and I will prove to you why you were wrong. I, I, I don't dislike it. I, I just don't okay. connect well, with it. We will spend a weekend together in a bed and breakfast somewhere in Connecticut and figure it out. Well, I already don't like step one. So this is already on a bad note. <laughs> no, it's going to be great. It's going to be beautiful. Caitlin, just go on a romantic weekend. Just go on a romantic weekend with me. Okay. All right. We're almost done. Caitlin, who's your favorite villain from a WB show? Well, Spike, if you count him. Okay. Best soundtrack from a WB show. Uh, it is the Friends with Benefit. Mm, one Tree Hill. That's a good one. Mo- show you cast you would most want to reunite get back together create more art okay so reunite to do a reboot reunite to do a reboot or you know as some of the cast of one tree hill have done make hall time hallmark christmas movies <laughs> right um i mean obviously i would love to see 
Dawson's Creek do something mm. similar to what Fresh Prince did? Yes. Oh, my God. As far as acting chemistry, I might want to see the Buffy crew get back mm. together. Yeah. Okay. I love that. I love that. What fictional WB town do you most want to live in? Sunnydale. Okay. You're a hellmouth bitch. I like that. All right. <laughs> the bronze seems cool. I have two final questions. What WB show should I have been on? I think either Felicity or Popular. Wow. I see both. All right. And final question. Of all of the WB's leading men, right? who would you want to set me up with, right? Play my matchmaking meddling mother. Who do you want right. to set me up with? And they are, and they're married or they're not like a what, what are our rules here? The rules here are you can give me one you actually you can give me two. You can give me a character and we're living in the world okay. of the fiction and you can also give me the actor and we're just going to pretend in either scenario there's no morality at, at play like there's they're available. Gotcha. gotcha. Not trying to I think back. character it's hands down Oz. I don't think okay. there's Okay. anything close mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Seth Green's definitely in the running okay. and for cast as well so he's he's up there okay I mean I know everyone wants me to say Joshua Jackson and Jody but I'm thinking like is that wow you think that there's this is a case of what she wants might not be what she needs is that what you're telling me okay. right yeah okay I'm I'm listening yeah. to your feedback you know me really well I know you care about me so I know you want what's best for me I know you're not trying to hurt me no, I, I'm 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 almost wondering more if it's a Scott Foley. Wow, I didn't see that one coming. Yeah, because I mean, his current wife played one of the worst yeah. characters ever on Grey's Anatomy, so she's got to mm-hmm. go. Mm-hmm. And so there's no morality yeah. in you taking him because she what she did to Grey is unforgivable. Right. She's committed right. crimes against humanity. Yeah, though I I could be I could see it being Seth. Okay, wow, Green. Okay, interesting. Interesting. Scott Foley or Seth Green? That's who you're going to marry me off to. Uh, I'm going to sit with that. And while I'm yeah. processing, we have another caller. Oh my gosh. We have oh my gosh. one of my favorite people to talk pop culture with. We've been doing it since sleepovers in middle school. Welcome, Jessica Carbajal. Hey, y'all. Hello. Hey, Jessica. Oh, Welcome. It's so good. And, you know, shout out to Jessica, who when we did our live show down in Oklahoma, Jessica was our special guest. And it was so magical. Oh, my God. It was the honor of a lifetime, honestly. (laughs) Well, Jessica, other than the fact I sent you the link and said you should log in, what drew (laughs) you to actually accepting the invitation tonight? Do you have a WB hot take or question that you want to get off your chest and out on the airwaves? I wanted to talk about Seventh Heaven. I feel like we don't talk about Seventh Heaven enough, and I feel like it's because oh, okay. of he who Good. shall not be named. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right, right. We've danced but, around this a little I bit, but I'm so happy you're bringing it up. Love, anyway, I want to know which Camden sister you feel that you relate most to. Ruthie. Lucy. I'm a Ruthie. I do love Ruthie, and my toxic WB opinion is probably that Robbie and Ruthie should have ended up together. The last episode should have been their wedding, and I don't care that she was 16. It doesn't matter to me at all. Like In their world, it just doesn't matter, and I don't care that he dated both of her other sisters. Like That's what makes them right for each other. In the same sick way that I endgame Chloe, Kardashian, and Scott, there's something just right about it. I fully agree with both statements i ship chloe and scott and i have from day one 
and I shipped Robbie. <laughs> oh yeah, I wanted wow. somewhere. There's a f- a cell phone with a text message on it that has me texting friend of the show Jen Mulligan. I I swear to God, saying I can't wait for the day Courtney finds out that it was Chloe all along. Like I've always wanted Chloe and Scott to be together, and we need yeah. Chloe to figure that out. But yes, definitely a Lucy. I I love Beverly Mitchell. Still a big follow of her on Instagram. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I connect to Ruthie because I feel like she was always being underestimated. <laughs> but she was feisty. Oh, whereas Lucy mm-hmm. always mm-hmm. overestimated herself, constantly getting herself into pickles due to the fact that she thought she was the yeah. best. And, you know, I also feel like I'm a little bit of a uh, Ruthie in that I, I feel like I'm getting better with age. <laughs> I love that for you. I mean, like, I know that when I was growing up and I was like originally watching Seventh Heaven, I definitely like saw myself as a mary mm. interesting a all mary, three but, but then i mean like i kind of was like a little bit of a like had a little bit of a bad streak like mary too Ooh. oh Ooh. a little bit of a bad streak everything i know about being a bad girl i learned <gasps> from jessica oh my god oh the truth is coming out i don't want your mother to hear that <laughs> No, I learned some of it from. There were a few other people. No, but you were the good bad girl. You were the good bad girl. You know it what takes I'm saying? A village. Mm-hmm. Well, that's very Mary. You're definitely a Mary for sure. She was always getting led astray by other teens that were worse than her, like mm-hmm. Carrie Russell and Frankie and Johnny, played by uh, Kyler Lee and her current husband. Um, I feel like I wish that I had been a Lucy, though, because I wish that I, too, had had a brief fling with Lance Bass from instinct. <laughs> I, I honestly course. can't believe you of didn't. Course. Oh, we were recording on Lance Bass' yeah. birthday. That is, that's a special the treat. Oh. Wow, that's magical. That's magical. I love that you hold that in your heart. Any other hot takes or questions about the WB you want to get off your chest while while we got you, Jessica? I mean, I think the only other thing that I would like to say is that I think that Michigan J Frog has more sex appeal than he's given credit for. Wow. 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 Jessica just exploded this pod and this is why we do it. Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. Like he was Mm -hmm. telling yeah. the world hey yeah i'm a yeah. frog and mm-hmm. that's how he got in trojan horse into the mm. the home of tweens but no we knew something was up we did we did um i have to say it's an absolute delight to be looking into the eyes of someone who i spent the golden era of the wb growing up alongside what a what a joy what a joy Thank you. oh that's you know great. we i think we owe the wb a lot for inspiration uh in terms of how we tormented other girls at sleepovers. <laughs> it was mostly just the one girl. <laughs> oh, wow. It was all from wow. love. It was, it was very... She loved it. She loved it. Trust she me. loved it. It was all from love and from mirroring what we saw on TV. Absolutely. Thank you for being Thank you to my parents for having busy jobs and having me be raised by a television i really appreciate that i think we're all better for it oh absolutely well jessica you've been a delight for decades and you continue to shine on thanks for stopping by and calling into our first ever live call-in show oh thank you i'm so happy to have made it even though i realized that i 
didn't realize that it was Eastern time and I called in an hour late. <laughs> <laughs> it worked out perfectly, actually. So we're Excellent. obsessed. Thanks. Thanks. We stand. We, I stand, y'all. We love it. We stand, you, Jessica. We love it. Thanks, Jessica. You're amazing. Wow. Right? Absolutely iconic. I have to say, Caitlin, this has gone logistically better than I thought it would. (laughs) I wasn't sure how we were going to do a pre-recorded of the recorded episode live call-in show. It's true. If you're hearing this right now as a podcast, don't call in. That won't make sense and it's not possible. But if we do this in the future and you're like, wow, these people had fun. You you could be the same. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Lauren. One thing I wanted to bring to your attention that we, that we haven't, no one's spoken a whisper of yet. But do you remember where we first met, Pussycat Doll mm-hmm, Superstar mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and Mass Singer Judge Nicole Scherzinger? It was. It was. She was on. It was on the WB. She was on their first reality oh, show. Oh, she was on Pop Stars. Pop Stars USA that created Eden's Crush. She was the lead singer of Eden's, Eden's Crush. Crush. That's right. Get over Yourself Goodbye was their song. That's right. That's right. Pop Stars USA is probably the most influential show that was ever on the WB. It started yeah. in New Zealand. It was then adapted by Simon Fuller. And he based Pop Idol in the UK off Pop Stars, which, of course, became American Idol. You know, we don't talk about it a lot because they didn't have that many. But... The WB contributed not only pop stars, but they gave us Boarding House North Shore, High School Reunion, <laughs> The Surreal Life, Big Man on Campus, Studio 7, Superstar USA, Beauty and the Geek, The Starlet. Beauty and, and the Geek is like a thousand percent of Netflix's content. Oh, right yeah. Now. Oh, yeah. And they gave us Survival of the Richest. Like, they gave us some serious groundbreaking reality TV. They really threw everything at mm-hmm. the wall and they, they were seeing like, what's going to work, you know? They they were just so amazing. Do you, do you think you have it in you to play one more game? Talking about things that we haven't scratched the surface of. Oh, yeah. So I found synopses of shows that just didn't really click. Shows that just didn't really work. Oh, no. Shows that only lasted half, maybe one season. And I'm going to read you the synopsis of these shows and see if you have any clue what show I'm talking about. Okay. okay. Are you ready? for this absolutely chaotic game of nostalgia absolutely here we go we are gonna go with our first one this series centers around a character named dennis weenie who after a successful career in the computer software business returns home to open a local division for the company he works for what was it called why does the name dennis sweeney sound familiar is it because it's like db sweeney the actor maybe it was called what was it called it was called life Mm. at home no it was actually called hyperion bay (laughs) so it was a little little off off. and guess who played dennis weenie db sweetie it was mark paul gossler Yes, that's this is why this is all. Mm-hmm. This was out in 1998 and it only had 17 episodes. Yes. It, it, like this was just it was absolutely bonkers banana. But 
Carmen Electra was on the show. Yeah, this is kind of all coming back to me. I think I watched this. It's absolutely nuts. All right, here, let's see if you remember this one. I am going to tell you right now, I didn't remember this one. But this show was centered around three thieves who all participated in crimes that brought no legitimate <laughs> suffering to others. They were captured no by a secret agency that forced them to use their ability on the agency's behalf to combat criminals who were a threat against the American way of life under threat of going to prison themselves. That was called Three Musketeers. So dangerously close. It was called Three. Oh, all right. And it was a Julie Bowen was a series regular on the show. It's absolutely nuts. It was absolutely nuts. And it aired in 1998 and was described as an American adventure drama. Wow. Julie Bowen. Yeah. Isn't that nuts? All right. How about this one? The premise of the series was that three members of the fictional band named The Problem find and are unable to rid themselves of a magical amulet that allows them to see and communicate with ghosts. Each episode featured the trio reluctantly completing the unfinished business of the ghosts that they encountered in order to allow the ghosts to move on to the next world. Uh, that was called Parrot and then it well, para was in parentheses, mm. and then it said normal, and then it was called paranormal activity. Mm, mm, yeah, very, very close. It was actually called Dead Last. Okay, good name. Yeah. I don't know. That was better than what I came up with. All right, how about this one? The sheriff of a local Florida town named Magic Beach... Oh, no. <laughs> ...is a widower who has his hands full finding the truth behind his wife's death and raising his three sons. That one was also called Three, and that was confusing. I remember that was a criticism mm -hmm, at the time. Mm -hmm. This is actually a show called Safe Harbor, and it was executive produced by Brenda Hampton of Seventh Heaven fame. Sure. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. And the year this came out, Seventh Heaven was the number one show in the WB, and this show was a super flop that only aired from September 20th to November 28th. Do you remember? I'm having this absolute flashback. Mm -hmm. There used to be this award show. Maybe it was People's Choice, but I think it was something they don't have anymore. Okay. And the woman from Allie McBeal, okay. Lisa Nicole Carson, okay. who played Renee, presented this award. And it was called, it was something they did every year. It was called The Best Show You're Not Watching. Oh, yeah. So it was for shows that were lower rated, but were good critically. Uh -huh. And I can remember Lisa Nicole Carson giving this award to Seventh Heaven. Okay. That's pretty cool. And something, do you have like weird line reads stuck in your head for like 35 years? Because mine is the best show you're not watching. I love that. That's how she said it. And that, that is in my head. And then like, it's just so yeah. strange because I bet Seventh Heaven's ratings at the time that it won that award are 10 times of any show that's on right now. Oh, a thousand, a thousand percent. I, okay. I have to say though, I can, don't remember Safe Harbor at all. I am so angry at myself because not only was Tyler Lee on it, Rue McClanahan was on it. Wow. Oh. Okay. That's... But if you're upset about that one, get ready for this one that I, if you remember this one, I am going to be so impressed, but I don't think you will. And I think you're going to be, I think you're going to be upset like I, I was. I haven't remembered any of okay. them. So an Ivy League English literature professor meets a widowed fire chief. The two get married. Her name is Kelly Novak. His name is Doug Kelly. She becomes Kelly Kelly. They live together in Secaucus, New Jersey with his three sons and one daughter. 
This show was called Kelly Kelly. What? Yeah. I'm sorry. I had to just say the name of the show, but I'm going to ask you because I just know that you don't remember Kelly Kelly. Who do you think played Kelly Kelly? That's the question I want to ask you. Not what was because I, I know you don't remember it, but who do you think? What's the age range of the so, person at that time? Like 35? Uh, maybe somewhere between I, I, probably the character was probably in her late 30s to early 40s. Because they were a college professor and the kids that that she became the stepmother to were like 13, 17, and 6. Gotcha. So we have like young stepmom, which is one of the favorite things of Hollywood. Yeah. She might, She was probably more in her 40s. I would say, let's say more 40s. I feel I have a genre of person that I'm circling the drain on. Because it is, I, I, what drew me to this was the title. But then when I saw who played Kelly Kelly, my mouth dropped and i wondered how the world could be different if the show had been successful okay is it delta burke no but you're kind of in the right energy weirdly annie potts or we're, we're getting there we're getting there i'll say this this is someone we all probably worry a little bit about and so if this had been a hit it would have been okay maureen mccormick maureen mccormick from the brady bunch it was shelly long Okay. All right. Jesus. I know. Sit with that. You know why I... Shelley Long played an English literature teacher named Kelly Kelly. You know why I guess... Kelly. Kelly Kelly is Delta Burke. Because Delta Burke played on popular Mary Cherry's mom, Cherry Cherry. So I was like, maybe they kept it going. I would have loved it. Anyways, I... Have been, can't stop thinking about the fact that Shelley Long played an English literature professor named Kelly Kelly, and I hope none of you now, ever who, shop either. Who played the fire chief? The fire chief was, I don't really, uh, this guy's name doesn't really ring any bells. His name is uh, Robert Hayes. He was in um, Airplane, I guess. That was his big oh, one. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I, I can see that guy. Yeah, he yeah, works a lot. Okay. Yeah, he's one of those guys that's always working, but I just, yeah. But, but I would just, buy him as an English professor, too. He doesn't read strongly Fire Chief in yeah, contrast. Yeah, right? Well, you know, we can all debate the casting of Kelly Kelly, the failed WB sitcom, and we will, but we have another caller. <gasps> oh, my goodness. I'm so excited. Who's our next caller? And this is a huge one. And, and our first man to call in, the first real feminist, I'd say, on the show yeah. today. Please welcome Sydney Hollis. Oh, my God, a feminist. Oh, goodness. Oh, sorry. I realized I was muted. Lauren, Caitlin, thank you for having me. I'm a feminist. I'm an ally. And after that, you know, I'm just on me. <laughs> Welcome. We are so excited to have you here, Sydney. What has you inspired to call in tonight? What do, what do you want to talk about in terms of WB Madness? Um, so I, I worked at a WB local TV station Wow! in <gasps> fall of 2005. Uh, I was hired. I, my first day was this, the Monday of Hurricane Katrina. Okay. Wow. <laughs> wow. Not, I, I'm not laughing at that, but that was like, you know, that was the, no, that was the water cooler talk. That was the. Sure. Sure. Um, well, what was the mood around the, I mean, that's peak years to work at a WB affiliate. So. Supernatural was the top show mm-hmm. uh, or was like the show they were hanging their hat on. True. And then there was a ton of like, uh, I, don't, I don't know if you guys have talked about this, but a ton of reruns. Okay. What kind of reruns? So there was that 70s show on. That was like one of the oh, big ones. Okay. On your affiliate. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah yes. Yeah. Uh, it was a WFLI TV in Chattanooga, channel 53. And 
then there was late at night there was the old odd couple it was in color but it was like the old one like very huh. old and then uh i guess there were some other wb shows but supernatural was the it thing that was like right. the posters around the tv station at the time right because you're you're living i mean you're right at the precipice of them uniting with upn and turning into the cw right it now. was while i was there it was while i was there wow you bring up a good point of why we may be confused about what shows were truly on the wb because there was so much only fox and the wb would show syndication of other network shows like you don't turn into tune into abc at 7 p.m mm-hmm. and find golden girls on you just don't right they don't right. do that but like that 70s show i could see people mistakenly remembering that as a wb show it makes sense to me if uh, they would yes totally and as a salesman th- that 70s show cost me a sale once <gasps> what <gasps> it personally attacked you how well so in chattanooga and i was a new salesman at this place and so my job was to go to like mom and pop businesses and try to talk them into doing uh ads so i'd go to like karate dojos or uh, <laughs> or lawn and garden stores owned by like you know like like old people you know like it was just, yeah. it was kind of sad in a way but i went to this one store i think it was like a clothing boutique and the lady was like it was hard enough to get your foot in the door by the way but, you know talking to this lady and she was like and i was like well this is one of the packages we could do and you would basically package together the one of the top shows in chattanooga people were watching on the wb was that 70s show and then you would also be like and you'll get an and you'll get an ad maybe during Supernatural, and and then this and that. Well, she goes that '70s show. I don't like the values in that. <gasps> I don't. And she <laughs> wouldn't come out and say implied weed smoking, but she like said something mm, about sure. the basement and that she was not okay with it and she wouldn't be doing business with us. Wow. Well, little did she know there are uh, allegations <laughs> against one of the stars. So she she did make a good bet of not associating her name, but mm-hmm, for the wrong mm-hmm. reasons. Unless well, she knew something, we don't know. Well, we don't know what the rumor mill around Chattanooga in 05 was. It could have been a yes. something. And I, I guess I, I don't know if I need to have a specific take, but I just I there was something I had in mind, I guess, Colleen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please. So we love that. I, I was a WB watcher before I got hired there just because I, I only had an antenna at the time. <laughs> so I was really doing God's work, you know, and, <laughs> but they say, sell what, you know, if you look, if you believe in your product, you know, mm-hmm. you can just sell it. Well, besides that 70 show, I got, we, oh, we had Raymond. Raymond was our other big one that we had reruns of. We had reruns <laughs> of Raymond. So you'd, you'd go into these places and they would, you know, again, they're lucky enough. Well, People just said no so often, and I didn't blame them because I didn't know anyone watching the WB unless they were like something weird was going on. Like I was my only mm-hmm. friend that watched the WB. <laughs> it was because I didn't have cable, okay, and then none okay. of us were watching Supernatural at the time. Uh, so I, I took it was considered outside sales. Like our boss, like ten to four out the door. So I needed to be going to businesses and like cold mm-hmm, calling. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't have the stomach for it, and I wasn't good at it. So I was um. I would go sleep in my car in my friend's driveways because the rumor was they would, if you were like doing poorly or if they were bored, they might drive by your house to make sure you weren't chilling out at home. Wow. And my best friend at the time, he and I were really tight. We had keys to each other's houses. He would have never cared, Mm -hmm. but he lived across the street from me. So I wouldn't wouldn't have been hiding my car. So I'd go park in my other friend's driveways and take little naps to just like, because I was terrified of, of, 
doing all this cold calling to like dojos, you know? Wait, but were you making any money or because was your check based on how many sales you made or were you salaried? Great question. The first six months they would pad you. And then after six right. months you were full commission and we were coming up on six months. Oh, wow. We were around <gasps> month five. And I was at that point, I'd stopped sleeping in my car. I was going to the public library because I didn't have internet at the time either. I was going to the public library oh. applying for jobs. But no one was posting jobs online back then either. I was really lost. I was very lost. And so I thought I had another month to go. And then one day I got the I got the call. Hey, can you come into my office? And I was like, okay. And sometimes that would happen to be something else. And he'd be like, Oh, as you know when you started here, and I was like, Well, this is me being fired. You know, you don't start something out, you know. That's how relationships that's how breakups go too, you know. You know, remember on our first date when I said, uh, you know. So anyway. They, they gave me the option. They said, you can fight it and we'll have to go through all the lengths to fire you for not making sales. Or you can just quit in writing today and we'll pay you for two more weeks. And I guess that was to get out of pay me unemployment. But um, I was terrified of unemployment wow. back then. So I, I took the two weeks oh. and I just found a service job like immediately because I was right. terrified. Wow. Sydney, it sounds like you lived the plot of wow. a WB sitcom. Yeah. Like a real, um, yeah. Yeah, like someone yeah. Who, uh, was Gilmore Girls. Uh, was that WB? It was. It sure was. That's someone it like sure Rory was. would be yep. friends with, or sure. the mom. Yeah, the yep. mom. yeah. yeah. It, it's a real Kirk move. It's a real Kirk move to be uh, sleeping in cars, scared of the cold calls. Wow, Sydney, thank you. You know, we don't. We really hadn't taken the time in this whole WB madness journey to thank the people who make the WB along the way that are doing uh, yes. the ad sales. We weren't even thinking about the people sleeping in their cars. Uh, yeah. Talking about Raymond to old ladies. And yes. Thank we you. didn't think about this. Yeah. And, and thank you for, for it's like workers, right? And on, know? On, I know, I, I know I'm on my way out here. I will say I played Michigan J frog yeah. in a Christmas parade that actually <gasps> I did have fun doing. I wore the suit what? and stood in the back of a pickup truck and waved at wow. people. How dare now, that's you amazing. be audaciously successful like that? That is one of the coolest things I have ever heard. You should have stolen the outfit, but <laughs> wait, did you steal the outfit? Do you have the outfit? No, but I did change Damn, into okay. the costume in front of my coworkers, like down to my boxers, which I, I don't know if you can do anymore. No, no. <laughs> can't. Do- no, you know, these days it's too PC. You can't change into your Michigan wow. J frog mascot outfit in front of your co-workers thank you for your service wow well sydney hollis uh thank you for being yeah. here we appreciate it so much and thank ally. you and and i'm a stand for we stand together oh thank you thank you ladies oh, oh my thank goodness you. thank you so much wow what an amazing moment in Thanks, history we got to relive with sydney incredible absolutely yeah i mean I I really can't say thank you enough uh, to all of our incredible callers, incredible callers from all walks of our life, uh, popping in, zooming in to say hi. What this was truly one of the most chaotic ideas we've ever had. Yeah, thank you to everyone for making it happen. Uh, we will post links to every caller and the mm-hmm. different. Some of them are podcast hosts themselves. We'll, we'll direct you to their shows. Thank you so much. This was absolutely WB Madness. This was absolute WB Madness. And Stan Stans, uh, we've got, I think, one more WB themed show to do. And 
sit and stew and for the next the week one. about what you think the big one is. Uh, but we're going to close out WB Madness 2022 next week. Uh, so slide into our DMs. Make your guesses. What do you think it's going to be? Make sure you're following us at We Stand Social. If you're listening to this episode and you're like, damn, I really wish I had logged in, you got to be following us on Instagram. That's where all the hot, hot news gets That's dropped. That's happening. You never know what might happen. And you got to know by now, your voices are heard. We we take what you say and we spin it into episodes. We want to hear from you. What are the topics you want? Who are the guests you think we should try and have? Um, you know, you can be like friend of the show, Rachel Trapman, and slide into our message box with other people's profiles that you think would be good for the show. We love it. Help us cast the show. And you know what? Have a great week, Stan Stans. I just want you to have Absolutely. the best week. I hope everyone stays healthy, stays happy. Yeah. Do something fun for yourselves. You know, go treat yourself. Yeah. If you're the one with the Brickman voodoo doll, lay off for a couple days. Can you please? Honestly, it's whatever I did. If you could just let me know, if you could just tell me what your beef with bricks is, I would love to settle this matter out of court and to find some peace. Yeah. But until next time, Stan Stans, bye. Bye. Michelle Gallo. Bye.